is up, everyone, and welcome to episode 39 of It's Sportsis. My name is Christine. I am your average Joe Schmo when it comes to sports knowledge, and I am here to answer all the questions that you guys will have at home. You said answer, you meant ask, but that's okay. Christine's going to ask all of the questions that she oh, wants God, to I'm ask. So- tired today. I cannot get my thoughts straight. Yes. I'm going to ask all the questions that you ask. (laughs) You're going to ask the questions that you have and hopefully all of the questions that everybody also has at home. I'm going to ask all the questions that you have at home. Yes, exactly. And I am Sarah, your self-proclaimed sports expert. And I am here to answer all of Christine's questions and hopefully all of those questions that you are thinking at home. And this week, Christine, we are talking about the NIL. And do you know what that stands for? Yeah. So actually, no, I don't have any idea what that stands for. This is the very first episode that Sarah said, like, we, I can't wait to talk about this. And I was like, you know what? I don't know what that is. And I'm not going to look into it at all. Yes. Perfect. I want this to be very organic. So I have no idea what NIL is. So what is it? So it stands for name, image, and likeness. And basically what this means is as of July 1st, any NCAA athlete can get paid for the first time ever in the history of college sports. So college athletes can now get paid? Yes, okay, based off of their name, image, and likeness. And so- Oh, okay. So like little LeBron would have gotten paid a lot as a college athlete. Yes, okay, Bronny, yes, his name is Bronny. Mm -hmm. Bronny No, I said LeBron. Oh, I thought you said little Bron, little, little LeBron. Little LeBron. Little LeBron, his son's name is LeBron and he goes by oh, Bronny. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I had Le- no idea. <laughs> so LeBron's son is named LeBron and he goes by Bronny. Oh, okay. So Bronny, yes, is who I'm speaking of. He would be making a lot of money. Yes. Uh, yes. In college. Exactly. So, so how... How does it work though? Like I'm sure there's rules behind it. Oh yes, there definitely is. So name, image, and likeness means that a, an athlete, any NCAA athlete, and an NCAA athlete is a college athlete can Mm -hmm. make money off of basically their own personal brand. So social media endorsements, um, local business endorsements. So if you go to Alabama, Alabama, the university of Alabama is in Tuscaloosa. You know, if there's a local restaurant that wants to be, um, you know, the quarterback of Alabama's restaurant, then, you know, they can give free meals to the quarterback of Alabama and, and, and trade barter in return, whatever they give free meals. And then the athlete posts on social media for the restaurant. Does that make sense? So does the athlete get to choose who they work with? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a complete business transaction. So So why wouldn't they work with like big names like Nike and Puma? They can, they can. But so what's the rule then? The rule is that basically like they're able to capitalize on, like if you have a million followers on Instagram and Nike wants to sponsor you when you previously were in college like that was a huge no, no. So 
now they're able to accept these endorsement deals. So like some, some big deals that have been signed, Christine. So there's the Cavender twins. They play, um, basketball at Fresno state and they are social media partners. They have 3 million followers on TikTok and about wow. 250,000 each on Instagram. So they have the first ever their sisters. NIL. Yes. They're twins. Twin sisters. Twin sisters. Yep. And they have the first ever NIL deal in history and they signed with boost mobile. So to your point, I just don't think we've seen, you know, Nike or Adidas or Puma jump on these college athletes yet, because they probably want to be a little bit more strategic about it. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, boost mobile for being the first one is obviously being talked about right now. They're going to get is really really exciting because you know who I, I immediately think of who the the first female cook kicker for Vanderbilt Sarah oh, Sarah uh, what's her last name I want to say Sarah Miller it's not Sarah Miller Fuller Sarah Fuller Sarah Fuller yes so she is mega uber famous right because she was the first ever female to play in a power five football game and so it's she's gonna be picked up hard I'm just waiting for that to happen but um, who else? So the, so there's the two basketball twins. Yeah. Really so there's the basketball twins. I mean, there's quite a few, but these are just like the biggest ones that have been signed. The big, and the, the Cavender twins were big because they were the first one with boost mobile and then master P's son. So master P the rapper, his mm -hmm. son, Hersey Miller signed a $2 million deal with web apps, America. It's a tech company and he's going to an HBCU, Tennessee state. For those of you that don't know, an HBCU is a historically black college and university. And I mean, this kid is 18 years old, right? He's starting college. Making $2 million. That's insane. So it's, a, so it's a $2 million deal over four years. But I mean, Christine, but some of these athletes are going to be making more in college off of these endorsements than when they graduate from college. Because you think of how much, how many percent of these college athletes are actually going to go pro, you know, right. not many of them. Why and though? Like, why did this come through? Like, why did this come to fruition? Basically just because, okay. So these coaches were bankrolling. They were making millions and millions and millions of dollars off of these, um, off of these players who were, you know, making up their number one football teams. And it yeah. just was the rules were so strict, like literally. Okay. So I heard this on the radio the other day, a hundred thousand people come to town to watch said quarterback in, in a town. Right. And they win the game and the quarterback goes to the restaurant that's completely packed out. And the reason why it's packed up, packed out is because a hundred thousand people want to come and see him play. And he sits down at this restaurant and the owner of the restaurant can't even give him a free meal to say thank you for all right. of his business that, you know, that night. And yeah. it's all because of him. It's all because of the players. It would be even cooler if they did it with only locally owned businesses. Like yeah. you're already seeing these big names boost mobile. Right. And yeah. the web, the, um, what was the other one that I've never heard of? Yeah. The Hersey web Miller masterpiece son signed with web apps, America. I don't even know who that is at the tech. Yeah, like these are huge names, which obviously the huge names can pay them more money. Yep. But it would be really cool to see some of these, um, college students, you know, just pairing with and, and partnering with local 
restaurants and local businesses in their community, which maybe they will, maybe they can do that on top of. Yes. I was going to say, okay. So that kind of brings up the next segment, which is this is a Supreme court filing and it's an interim blanket decision. And it, it is purposefully gray and vague to allow for the individual states to make their own laws. Does that make sense? Yep. I was going to ask if each state had their own laws. Yes. So they do, but the Supreme court, obviously what they couldn't do is say, okay, individual states, we want you, you know, to do this. And like a California and a Texas is like, okay, we're doing it. We signed it. What would happen is it would make the recruiting process not fair. So if they right. did it on an individual state by state basis to begin with, to roll it out, then everybody, every single athlete in the entire world would want to go to schools in Texas and California because mm-hmm. they had those rules, the state laws passed first. So what the Supreme court did is they said all college athletes in the United States can make endorsement money based off of their name, image, and likeness. And it's a very, like, you can't really answer many questions about it because what will happen is each individual state, some have already done it, will roll out their own laws and they'll have specific start dates. And as of that date, the NIL laws will be based off of what the state regulates, not the Supreme court ruling. Does that make sense? Yeah. Got it. So, so whenever a, athlete wants to partner with a company. Yeah. Do they have to go through like a process or anything like that? Or do they just have to follow the rules? Yeah. So, yeah. So what we'll, what we'll see is, um, so I guess what I should do is rewind. I, I gave you guys the example of the quarterback going to the restaurant and not even being allowed to get a free meal whenever he goes into the restaurant, because that would be accepting money from a business and college right. athletes previously were not allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, another example is bartering. So, you know, college athletes get all this gear, right. With let's take Virginia tech, for example, that's where I went to school so that Nike would give them these like insanely nice sweatsuits to wear. And we'd always knew what, you know, what, uh, basketball and football players who they were, because they would always wear the exact same things. Well, I mean, if you go into a barber shop and the barber's like, Hey, I'll cut your hair for free. If you give me one of your Nike t-shirts that you have a thousand of, and you sign the back of it, like previously that was not allowed. And if the NCAA found out about it, you could literally be kicked off your team or suspended. Yeah. So now that's allowed. You can autograph things. Um, you know, you can gift something that you, so you can autograph things to get something in return. Yes. Or you can just use your NIL, use your name image and likeness for endorsement deals for money. So what we'll see is these kids will have agents. So previously it was really just their parents helping them make decisions whenever it comes to colleges. Now these states, these individual states need to be very careful about what laws they pass because it could really affect the recruitment of these colleges in that state if they get too strict with the NIL laws. Does that make sense? Yeah. So to kind of navigate that on a state by state basis, where you know, professional athletes had managers and agents, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're going to see high school athletes with these managers, with these agents who are experts in knowing the NIL laws in every single state and be able to say, okay, Joe Schmo coming out of college, you know, here are all of your offers. These are the NIL laws in all of these states. 
make your decision based on which one is going to, you're going to get the most playing time in, but obviously which one you're going to be paid the most, um, or couldn't be paid the most based off of the state laws. So, so we're, we're talking people who, like, we're talking colleges who are looking at high school students that are coming to college. So they correct. haven't even made it to college yet. They're 18 years old, yes. about to go off to college. And those are the people that they're targeting. So they're, they're really a big name in high school, right? but not necessarily in college yet. So halfway through college, if someone makes a name for themselves, can they accept it at any time? over two years rather than four years, if it's a sophomore. Oh yeah. I mean, okay. So let's say for example, um, you know, we have Earl Jones and a Joe Schmo, right? So Earl Jones and Joe Schmo both get signed to Alabama, but Joe Schmo is going to be back up to Earl Jones. Well, mm-hmm. who did I say was <laughs> Alabama? I got, no, I, I, I messed up the Earl Jones and Joe Schmo. I got myself confused. So Joe Schmo is the backup. Earl Jones is a starter, right? Joe Schmo might decide before he decides to go to Alabama, where previously the thought about potentially even getting to play at Alabama was like a straight ticket to the NFL. Now it's, he needs to weigh his options of, okay, maybe I'll go to coastal Carolina and start there my freshman year and I'll get sponsorships from Myrtle beach, South Carolina. Carolina and I'll make a boatload of money starting my freshman year through my senior year through maybe my junior year. If I decide to enter the, enter the NFL draft, whereas he wouldn't make maybe that amount of money if he was backing up the guy at Alabama, because his notoriety wouldn't be there until he started for Alabama. Does that make sense? There's a lot to consider. It just adds like a whole nother level to like these kids making a decision about where they want to go, what position they're going to play. Are they going to start? Are they not going to start? Because they might not be famous in high school, but once they go to college, if they choose the right college who, you know, and play the right college, they could blow up and make millions of dollars. So is this for every sport? So baseball, basketball, golf, football, gymnastics. Um, I mean, the boxing is not even a college sport. Yes. I I don't know if boxing is wrestling is. So, I mean, the biggest snub I'm sure you guys saw is the UCLA gymnast. Did you see her routine? I think it had like Beyonce mixed in it. She was like jiggling. I mean, she literally like killed the dance moves on the floor and Mm -hmm. went totally viral for this floor routine and had to turn down all of these endorsement deals because it wasn't legal at that time. And that was back in June. So that's literally what I was just about to say. There's going to be so many college athletes that either just graduated or, you know, graduated a while ago who had to turn down so many deals. They're about to be so salty. So one of the biggest conversations, Christine, is um, Reggie Bush. So Reggie Bush played for USC, University of Southern California. And in 2005, he won the Heisman Trophy. But after like a multi-year investigation, it came out that him and his family have been accepting, like his family was living rent-free in San Diego and was giving like 10 grand to furnish their, their house and blah, 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 blah. And like all these professional athletes and, and Reggie Bush have been saying like, give me my Heisman back. Like, yeah. um, cause they took it away from him after they proved that he, him and his family were accepting money. Because like I said, before July 1st, 
I mean, accepting money in any sort, even if it was free rent, if it was, that's what I'm saying. There's about to be a brawl from all of these people in the past who something because of it. Yeah. Yes. And he deserves to get his husband back if this is a new law. Right. Well, I mean, that but being said, again, he broke the laws back right. then. I mean, that's what I was just about to say. You think about how progressive the world's become, you know, even just in the last hundred years, it's like, just it's like be- if you smoked marijuana a year and a half ago and got a ticket for it, you know, it's not like you can get that ticket taken away because it's you legal knew, now. You knew it was illegal then and you did right. it. And now it's legal. It's not like that's going to go away. So basically what they're saying is the Heisman um, fraternity, it's like a group, whatever, is saying the, um, they're happy to give Reggie Bush his Heisman back as long as the NCAA would vacate that ruling that he was in the wrong whenever it came to him violating the NCAA violations, which I do not think is going to happen. Ooh, I'm curious to see what happens on that front. Yeah, so so the UCLA gymnast floor routine, like I said, that happened in June, maybe the end of May, it was super close um, to the July 1st ruling of the NIL going live. Um, she got snubbed. So we'll see, maybe she'll sign some big endorsement deals now. And then to Reggie Bush is, is is the huge talk of the town. So I'm curious to see there's going to be, I mean, it adds just a whole nother level to college sports and it makes it, you know, a little bit more, more it's, it's a little bit more entertaining for our end too, you know, as, as fans to see, where these college people end up. And and now they're not just going to be making their decisions based off of the sports teams, but more so in the colleges, but more so like where they can get the most sponsorships. Right. Not, but that being said, I do think what we're going to see a lot more of, unfortunately, is these students are, these kids are going to kind of lose sight of what they're in college for. And Mm -hmm. they still have to make specific grades in order to play on their sports team. And so if they're all they're focused on is playing the sport and making money and their academics kind of fall to the back burner, I'm curious to see if over the next 12 months through the next, however many seasons of sports we have, if we start to see like more athletes kind of fall under that. Um, that's a really good point. Like why would they put all the effort into education whenever they have $2 million sitting in their back. Exactly. Pocket. Exactly. So we'll just have to wait and see how these, um, how these athletes do with their education. Hopefully they'll stay on top of it, but we'll see. Yeah. That's a good point, Sarah. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of It Sports Is. You guys are the best. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. See ya.